Okay, so black tie creative is what most people should put on the invitation when they want a black tie formal dress code. You're listening to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the insider toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane and Melissa Howie. Welcome to Behind the Clipboard. I'm Crystal Thane and please welcome my fellow event gurus, Tamara Cook of Known Associates Events and Melissa Howie. Hi everybody. Hi. Well, hello. Welcome to today's episode, Decoding Dress Codes. Woohoo! Yeah. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about event dress codes, which can sometimes get confusing, particularly in Australia, where we're traditionally more cash than other parts of the world. But before we get into decoding dress codes, what's been going on in your week, ladies? Mel? Well, I'm really into breakfast gnocchi this week. I've what the she hell was so is excited that? about it. I've just like, discovered guys, it. Guys, it's revolutionary and I'm addicted. Does that mean it's gnocchi made out of wheat mix? So is that pasta for breakfast that you had, Melissa? Yep, no rules for me. But basically, it's gnocchi with delicious mushrooms, spinach, with a poached egg on top, and then that yolk just sauces the gnocchi. Oh. Is this something you're just making yourself in your kitchen? Or uh, no, I literally just been out for brunch and had it, and it was amazing. The mm. Little Bay in Waterman's Bay. Nice. <laughs> Tam? What have What's I been tickling your week? pickle this week? Oh, I've had a really busy week. I've had hardly any sleep. I have been desperate to watch Game of Thrones, but we don't <laughs> have Foxtel. I'm not even going into the reasons why we don't oh have Foxtel God. at the moment. It's hooked up. It's there, but it's not working. Um, so I'm dying to see those episodes. But um, yeah, I've been a bit of a workaholic, an eventaholic. I went to um, a cool launch last night for Ooh. Hunt and Brew, um, Cold Brew Coffee Company, new movers and shakers. Ooh. Yeah, they were cool. With Jared Singh. Oh, know, yeah. You know, I yeah. saw some photos from that. It looks cool. Yeah. yeah. Epic photographer. So he went into the jungle and um, shot their video and took some photos. And yeah. He was on Australian Survival, wasn't he? Yeah. Like the season that just happened. He was. Yeah. yeah. Cool. He's a cool dude. Yeah. He is a cool I dude. I like him. Yeah. Artsy people, man. <laughs> Artsy people. Yeah. So that's, I'm out a lot this week. Tonight I'm going to Elizabeth Key and yeah. Well, tonight I'm putting together some IKEA furniture. <laughs> Want to help me? No, no thanks. Fair. How about no? <laughs> Fair. Um, and my week this week, I'm actually off my day job. So I've just been catching up on Game of Thrones. Guess who's into the bold type now? Oh, oh yeah. She binge watched all I've finished the weekend. I've passed Melissa. <laughs> Thank you for coming around. It was just because I think my issue was with the writing that it was an older person trying to sound like a millennial. So they were too trying too hard to make all the social media terms make sense for one of the characters. I oh, see so you think the producer or the writers of the show, the show writers are kind uh, of uh, overcooking some of the yes, we get the millennials, they don't hashtag everything. Ah, uh, okay. It's probably you, f- you don't really analyze it. I don't do that when I watch Maybe something. Maybe you just don't hashtag everything. Yeah. And I'm a stereotypical millennial. That's true you are. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're really here for today is about decoding dress codes. <laughs> What's a dress code, Mel? A dress code is generally a set of rules or guidelines for a venue or an event um, regarding the manner of dress that's acceptable in acceptable. that place. Yes. And it, it can often, in terms of event dress codes, it can give guests a hint at what to expect in terms of structure or formality of the event. So, you, for example, you wouldn't wear black tie to a casual barbecue in the park <laughs> unless that was the unique selling point of the event and you've communicated that really well to the guests already. So it kind of... 
lets guests know what they're in for in terms of the structure of the event a little bit as well, I think. I find they're quite helpful in that if you just genuinely are blank, like you don't know what you're going to wear, and you look at the dress code, you're like, oh, at least it sort of narrows it down a tiny bit. Definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That is help- helpful. Yeah. And people want always want to feel that they fit in. You don't yeah. want your guests to feel uncomfortable that they've worn the wrong thing to your event. Yeah. So then there's those events that actually set the tone through their dress code, like Coachella, oh, Dinner on yeah. Blanc, Melbourne Cup. You Met Gala. Yeah. yeah. Derby Day. Mardi Gras. Lots of things where you actually, the whole event revolves around the dress code. Yeah. yeah. Coachella has just gone crazy. Oh my Look, God. Tam, you've been tagging me in things all week. <laughs> I love Coachella. <laughs> I have. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know even how it got to the point it got to, but... I don't think anyone cares about the bands. You know why you love Coachella is because you're the most extra person I know and the dress code is basically extra. I don't think there is a dress code though. I think we've just gone festival. It's comfy but extra as you can be. But I don't camp so I'm never going. Word on the street is it's lost its shine. Well, they call it the Influencer Olympics. Yeah, I heard that term. I'm like, I like that. Oh, I'm vomit at that. Makes us sound too... No, got no word. Tam, can you run us through some standard dress codes you see? Yeah, so um, we've got white tie. White tie is basically the pinnacle of dress codes. It's higher than black tie in there's no sort of variation. It's super fancy. The women are definitely in a floor li- floor length gown, um, and usually gloves. Ooh. And their hair is typically worn up in an updo. So I've never seen a fancy. white tie event in Perth. Have you? Nah, it's really reserved for dignitaries, so politicians. So we don't get invites. Royals. <laughs> <laughs> Government um, house. Yeah, yeah. Normally we'd see black tie, yeah. which leads me to my next one. So so women, um, I explain, with men and white tie, it's a suit with a vest and a white bow tie. Hence the name white tie. Um, so then black tie, that is women in a floor-length gown, formal, and men in a suit with a black bow tie, a tuxedo. Quite a formal dress code. Um, then we move on to lounge suit. So that's a bit more relaxed. That's women in a formal gown, not necessarily floor length, and men in a suit with a tie, but it's not a bow tie. I didn't realise lounge suit was formal gown for women. Don't Neither know did I. I thought lounge it was suits not used that often, I don't well, think. Honestly, I just pictured a safari suit. <laughs> 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 I have seen it, but... Previously, my previous job, I worked as a PA for a male boss. When it said lounge suit, it was kind of like business suit with no tie. Yeah, I reckon there's a bit of a crossover between lounge suit and cocktail. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much same, mean same. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, both uh, like above the knees, appropriate for a woman for a dress, and for a man and above the knees. No, <laughs> never. We, we don't want to see those hairy legs. No, Seeing men's no, knees, knees and also weird, I have a real <laughs> I have a real gripe with seven eighth pants on men okay. and like sockless shoe yacht vibes. No, tell us more. <laughs> I just don't think they look good on men. Oh, I quite like the shoes. The Ralph Lauren. It's not a. It's a that, that is a divisive dress yeah, code, especially is. amongst men. Mm. I think the sock and some wearing men, men can pull it off. Yeah, the sock wearing men are looking at the non sock wearing men and they're going nobody. I am team sock wearing man. Well, I am if it's my man because I don't want to go near those feet. <laughs> That's actually probably what <laughs> I'm thinking about is like what is happening inside the shoe. Yeah. <laughs> Although Troy sometimes wears no socks and he ain't stinky at all. Hi, so. Troy. 
Shout out. I love your smells. <laughs> yeah, so cocktail and lounge suit, also appropriate for women, is a nice pants suit mm-hmm. or jumpsuit. a jumpsuit. Yeah. So that is a lot more relaxed. And jumpsuits are so on trend at the moment. So I love jumpsuits. We've gone back to this. You're wearing one today? <laughs> I actually am. Crystal lives in jumpsuits. Yeah. It's oh. just, it's pants, but it's got pockets. A bit hard for toilet, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible for the toilet. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. And Anything we're with back pockets. to toilets. Yeah. The overarching theme of this podcast is... So, next dress code down, so we're going from most formal to least formal, would be business. Now, this one, this one is a bit of a, a talking point because... Controversial. We're in, yeah, 2019, what does straight from the office look like? Business is Jumpsuit. really... Jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so diverse. I mean, smart casual, is it corporate creative? Business isn't now a jacket no. even. And it very much depends where you work. It does. Absolutely. Yeah, so where are you working? Where are you coming from? And it's a little bit hard. Like if you're a startup, you're sitting around in sweatpants and or pajamas, and you got your the dream. Exactly, yeah. you've got your phone and your laptop, and you can run your whole business. So, what is business wear? And I find that if I'm going to an event, uh, if I know I'm going to an event after work, I kind of dress up a bit more for the office. Mm, same. Or have a change of clothes. But my day to day office wear is probably not what I'd wear out to an event. No, I think to give event managers uh, and event organisers um, a bit of a guideline, it should be business formal or business casual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that will just give people a bit more of an indication as to what they want in the room, what, what they want you to wear in the room. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us, Tam, you mentioned creative corporate. I like that. Oh, that's what we call our office wear. So basically it is business wear um, that can be casual, lots of bright colours. We can wear sneakers as long as they're, you know, not grubby ones that you go for. You need fresh white kicks, you know. Yeah, Yeah. some really, really cool kicks and you can put that with whatever you like as long as you feel like it's looking And I find that people in the more creative industries, their definition of business is so different to like your banker or your stockbroker. Yeah, well, Definitely. for instance, today I'm wearing heels and jeans with rips yeah. at the knees, but I'm wearing a, a tailored shirt. So, And you'd wear that out, wouldn't you, to an event after work, depending on the event? I would. Yeah. Yeah, maybe chuck on a jacket if it was business formal. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the lesson there, add formal or creative? No. <laughs> no. Formal or casual? Formal or casual. <laughs> <laughs> business Good casual, tip, Mill. business formal. Yeah, it just gives people a bit more direction. Oh, what about um, creative dress codes? Uh, yeah, so people are getting really creative these days and I welcome it. So personally, I've always gone into dress codes on invite. I love putting together invites. And when we do dress codes, I come up with all sorts of different things. So we've done something like Foxy. Ooh. And actually for that event, nobody or not many people asked me what Foxy meant. So that's the other thing. If you are going to get creative with like Foxy or at our launch for the podcast, we did Hot to hot Trot. Hot to Trot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lots of people like that. No one asked me what that meant. You're lucky I didn't come dressed as a horse. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> I was like, only, what? Only you. <laughs> only you would think about that. No, you would have been the other half. Oh, of course I would have. <laughs> <laughs> the back out. Yeah. No, I'd be the back. A bag's the head, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, That's good that no one asked you what that meant. I mean, people are probably it. more mm. open about sort of interpreting it themselves and not being too worried. Because I think people yeah. can get too serious with stuff like that too. Yeah. Oh, it was really fun. I, like, I got a lot of good feedback on people saying, oh, yeah, this is awesome. We can. I'm going to wear this. Some people said, I'm going to wear this. Is this all right? So they weren't not yeah. understanding the name or the concept 
but they were saying, what do you think of this option? I'm like, yeah, Love. whatever you feel hot and in. Hot and <laughs> <laughs> Hot in. What are some of the other creative <laughs> ones you guys have seen? Um, Black Chai Creative. Do you know what that is? No. I was like, my brain was like, what? Okay, so Black Tie Creative is what most people should put on the invitation when they want a black tie formal dress code. So it means that you're coming dressed up, you're probably women in a length, a floor length gown, but not necessarily. And the men are in a suit with a tie, but it doesn't have to be a tuxedo with a bow tie. So black tie creative is basically uber formal, but you can wear a a yellow jacket or wear a different coloured tie. The girls can wear a really nice pants, like tailored pantsuit. Let's be honest, most people in Perth do that anyway, whether it says black tie or white tie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's always some guy in a pink suit rocking up. We're a more laid-back city. Which is why I think they should actually call it what it is. Mm -hmm. Go with black tie creative. Go with black tie creative, people. Um, Yes. This is my perfect opportunity to bring up my favourite event of the year when it comes to dress codes is the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. They are so creative with their dress codes. Yeah. What is it this year? This year, thanks for asking, Mel, it's camp. Ooh. One word. That's it? Camp. Do they camp. give an explanation? Usually, mm. though, what I find is the people who set the dress codes for the Met Gala are the designers who do the yeah. outfits. So they have more context and more understanding about what that means. So for the Met Gala this year, camp is the love of the unnatural, of artifice and exaggeration, style at the expense of content. But basically, I think it's just, I mean, the Met Gala is always extra, but I think this year it's going to be extra, extra. Well, definitely. If you're going with camp. Camp, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So when we're planning our event and putting it together, what factors would help you determine the dress code? Is that part of the starting process? Is it a bit further down the line? I think definitely the duration of the event. Um, so you're not going to put black tie on an event that goes for one or two hours because it takes most people that long to get ready for a, a black tie event. And then some. Correct. Yeah. Um, Sometimes days if they're getting a spray tan. Yeah, you've got to get your lashes done, your nails. Yeah. Spray tan. Need a uh, bumping schedule for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do. And black tie, yeah, it's an expensive gig to get ready mm-hmm. for. And I think you need to match the quality of the dress you expect to the quality of the event. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you're not going to put on a $2 sausage sizzle <laughs> and make people wear a $1,000 dress. Wait, where is of this sausage not. sizzle and when? <laughs> <laughs> you're interested. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> In your gown. I don't yeah. know. How long does it take you guys to glam up for a black tie? Event? All right. Well, what about, let's split it into Literally. two questions. When Okay, if you're just going to the event, you're not working, how mm-hmm. long do you take to get ready? About an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about an hour and a half. Yeah. I, I am an anomaly. I really yeah, am. I, I do my. Do you have I that makeup generally gun? <laughs> do my own hair. <laughs> I generally do my own makeup, yeah, and I'll get my nails done like regularly anyway. So mm. they'll be done. That's true, though. I think what actually takes up time is going to and from appointments. Yeah. If you are getting your hair done, your to makeup be, done. I actually think that's a different question for people who work in the industry as well, because we go to more than the average person. I totally agree. And so we can't be, we yeah. don't fork out to get our makeup done or our hair done because no. some people, they spend money on that ticket and that is their one outing for the year. They want to treat themselves. They, you know, spend half a day pampering. Yep. Uh, a lot of people who attend our black tie events are like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas we, for work, will go to a lot of those events and we just can't afford to be doing that. And also I find sitting in the hair chair very, very boring. Oh, so boring. Yeah, my thing is time. Yeah. I am working I could mom. be doing something else. <laughs> 
Yeah. I just I just don't have enough hours in the day. I wish I did. I mm. wish I could just have a glam squad that followed me around yeah. wherever I went. Right, one so day. Standard one hour if we're attending for fun. Yeah. What about if you're working but at my the event? Hu- I was just going to say my <laughs> husband would not agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking he'd say, yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're working at the event, how long would take you ready? Much shorter. 20 sure. seconds. <laughs> Um, How long does a pommy bath take? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we, we're going to, full disclosure, yep. I would probably do my hair and makeup first thing in the morning. Yep, beautiful. Get on site and the only thing I'd do is put on a frock. Change clothes, yeah. yeah. Actually, I've, generally. I've seen Mel do that and it's amazing. Yeah. Crystal well, you, you, has uh, followed me around and just pushed me into the room and yeah. changed and we're done. Yeah. and Sprayed it's, her with some primer. This is probably <laughs> <laughs> a little bit off topic, but if you're the event manager – you shouldn't – your main focus should not be how you look. Mm-mm. It is about the guests. Yeah. It's about the process. It's about the event going off without a hitch. It's not about whether you've got a hair out of place. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're wearing the latest designer gown. You are there to put on an event. So, And generally, totally. I always assume no one's really looking at me or cares. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, like they're not there to see I me. Think people subconsciously block out anyone carrying a clipboard. They do. <laughs> like that's why we can sneak into the, events that aren't ours with the event <laughs> invisibility cloak. Yes. <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah. It's the ultimate fashion and Except item. the clipboard comes with great power because that's when people start asking you questions. True. true. They only see a, you if they uh, have questions. Yeah. And the questions aren't about your dress. No. No. Not at all. you got those shoes. Where's the toilet? What time's this? Where can I find this? Why has my f- centerpiece got ants in it? Where can I Don't charge ask. my phone? Where's, can you where's take a photo of me? That's my favourite. Yeah. I didn't yeah. RSVP, but where's my table? <laughs> yes, that is a good one. <laughs> oh, we love guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Something else that definitely would influence the dress code is location. So is it indoor, outdoor? Particularly is there grass? You're not going to want uh, stilettos. All these women stuck in the grass. <laughs> yes. Please tell people but if also, it's going to be on grass. Please don't wear those plasticky novel things oh. that go on the end of your heels. Not cool. No. Just go with wedges, ladies. What else might affect the dress code, Crystal? Um, the theme and the vibe of event. So sometimes, depending on what tri- you're trying to capture or achieve, Coachella is a, another great example. I keep talking about it, but mm-hmm. what is the vi- what is the theme? Who knows? Who knows? It's festival is the theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's actually spawned its own fashion movement from – because it started as like a Pearl Jam concert or something. Is that right? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I looked into it the other day because I was interested. And basically Pearl Jam couldn't get a permit to do a concert at like a normal concert place and they just did their own out in the field somewhere. In the desert. Yeah. yeah mm. Cool. I love yeah. Pearl Jam. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think Jam. you're right though. The, the theme and vibe of that event has meant that even though it's released your inner wild child, be as extra as you can, it, comfort is always mm-hmm. the main theme in those outfits. It is outfits. comfortable to not be wearing any clothes up top. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Apparently. Yeah. And, that, you know, that's probably what brought bum bags. Bum? What? what? <laughs> bum bags back. <laughs> Well, that's really hard to say. So that's three times. What bum bags back? Uh, so probably the last thing is the time of day. The last um, factor that's going to influence what you put on your dress code is the time of day. So yep. when is it being held? Is it morning? Is it night? Is it cold? Is it hot? <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, <laughs> right. I think the overall theme is you choose it based on all those factors, but then definitely don't forget to communicate it clearly to your guests. Just on time of day, um, if you're coming straight from work, you'll probably choose business because yeah, people don't have convenient. time to go home. Yeah. So um, what's another time of day example? Breakfast, Breakfast as well. You go business. You want business because people will be going straight to work. Before work, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if you if you want an event that's going to be cocktail or even more formal than that, you definitely need to make sure it's starting 
much later than, say, 6 o'clock. People are still getting home from work. If it's a work day. As we yeah. discussed, it takes a long time to get ready for those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Or just put it on a weekend. Yeah. yeah. Overall, though, once you've chosen the dress code, the most important thing to remember is to communicate it clearly to your guests. So you've put a lot of thought in. You want your guests to feel like they fit in. They don't want to be uncomfortable. So make sure you get out the dress code. If you're going to choose a really fun one, that's fine. But if it needs, if you're getting a lot of questions, you might need to reiterate or expand on the dress code maybe I've in the ticket. I've seen some events also have like an FAQ page on the website set up. If it yes. has, if you can allow that, that's actually yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I was just about to mention that. That's really good. And if you can't have an FAQ, if you don't have that platform, then just send your guests some information. Yep. You should always send your guests information on the event anyway. Include dress code in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hard to believe we're at top tips time. Top tips time. This is like Mel saying, what did you say? Bum bags back. <laughs> bring, bring bum bags back. Nailed it that time. (laughs) All right, top tips. Mel, you go first. One. Almost always put a dress code on your invitations. Uh, The exceptions would be if you don't mind what people are going to wear or a wedding generally has its own kind Mm -hmm. of implied dress code. Unless it's a location like specific, you want to add that it's on grass or something. Exactly. Or on the beach or it's black tie. Two, play with words but make it clear, whether that's through an FAQ page or some communication leading up to the event. A fun dress code is definitely going to change things. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, consider the weather and the timing of the event. So time of year as well as time of day is a big factor in choosing a dress code. Four, consider the venue and the format of the event, which is going to influence the dress code. Number five. Themes can be fun, but always consider your audience and event purpose. So always come back to the overarching event goal. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to achieve with this event? Yeah. Love it. Cool. We're so, done for the day. Did yeah. you learn anything new? It's interesting. I think we could actually do another episode on dress codes. Get somebody, get in a guest who perhaps makes um, formal gowns. I've got someone in mind, actually, that would be really great Ooh. to just come and talk about the history of fashion and how it evolves and um, dress codes have evolved. Cool. Sounds interesting. All right. All right. Catch you later. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. Yeah.